Episode 76, How to Outsource Entire Courses. The Online Course Guy Podcast. Regular people are taking their knowledge and content and packaging it up in an online course, and they're making a living doing it. Didn't you take some kind of course that covered this stuff? Check it out. It's a good course. It's a good class. Ladies and gentlemen. Are you ready? Here's the Online Course Guy. Hey everyone, it's Jacques Hopkins and welcome to another episode of the Online Course Guy podcast. And guys, if it sounds like I'm in a box, that's because I kind of am in a box. See, I'm over here in New Orleans, Louisiana, and I'm about to meet with a couple of guys who have been on the podcast and we're about to mastermind for a few days on online courses. And we have this really nice big Airbnb rented and I'm up here in one of the closets trying to get away, trying to record a podcast episode on outsourcing entire courses. Don't worry, guys. Only the next two episodes are going to be like this, and in the next episode, I'm going to be talking about how to go about masterminding about online courses. So that's why it sounds like I'm in a box. I kind of am in this closet, but bear with me. We'll be back to the normal microphone and the normal setup very, very soon. Before we start talking about outsourcing entire courses, let me tell you about the sponsor for the podcast, and that is, of course, Bonjoro. With Bonjoro, you can quickly and easily send quick videos to your customers when they buy your course. They make it so simple. When somebody buys your course, Bonjoro will automatically create a task for you so that every time you log into Bonjoro, you see everything you need to do. You can see everybody that purchased your course. You click on one of them, hit record. You can call that person out by name, thank them for signing up, welcome them to the course. It really is the best way to onboard your customer. So you can get started with a free 14J trial of Bonjoro by heading to bonjoro.com slash Jacques. That's bonjoro.com slash J-A-C-Q-U-E-S. All right, guys. So I have outsourced entire courses three times to date, and really soon it's going to be a fourth time. In the middle of one of the biggest times I've done this, it'll be my fourth time doing this, and I want to talk on this podcast episode. It's just going to be a solo show with just me about my experience doing that, lessons learned, and really kind of these eight things that you want to keep in mind when you're outsourcing entire course. It's really like eight steps to this process, somebody that's done this, somebody that's going through it now. So the courses that I've outsourced before, the very first one that I outsourced was called Guitar in 21 Days. And if you're not familiar with me or my my background and, and what I'm all about, well, I have a successful piano course at pianoin21days.com. And eventually I decided there needed to be a Guitar in 21 Days as well, But the problem was I didn't know how to play guitar and certainly I didn't know how to teach guitar. So I put a post out there on Upwork. In fact, I think it was elance.com at the time. This was several years ago, probably four years ago at the time. And I hired somebody in Argentina to put together a guitar in 21 days course for me. And at the time I was going to market it and try to sell it on its own. But, and and I'll talk more about this in one of the later steps, but because I wasn't the one behind camera, I found it very difficult to market and sell that course on its own. So it's been a bonus for my highest end package with piano in 21 days. And that's been really great. People, people that want to learn both piano and guitar really appreciate that bonus. 
The next course that I outsourced completely was a singing course. I have a course called Vocals in 21 Days, and I've done the same thing with that. That is a bonus when you buy the highest in package for piano in 21 days, and I outsourced that completely using Upwork to a girl in Romania. She did an amazing job with that. The third course that I outsourced is a piano hand coordination course. So a year or two ago, I... I pulled all of my existing piano customers. So there's probably 1,500 people at the time. I sent them an email with a survey. And this is something I learned from reading the book Ask by Ryan Levesque. And one of the questions, there was really a couple of questions in the survey, but one of the questions was, what are you struggling with most in light of having taken the course, what are you struggling with most? And my goal was to find out if there are any limitations with my existing course. So keep in mind, I sent this to existing customers. These were people that had already taken my course, already paid for my course. And by far, the number one thing was hand coordination. People were struggling with this concept of doing one thing with one hand and another with the other hand. And I address the concept of hand coordination as well as I know how to address it in the course. And so I didn't know how to best help these people even further because I felt like everything I had to share on the topic, I was already sharing with them. So what I did was I went to YouTube and I searched piano hand coordination. And the first result was a very well done, well put together video, high quality video, high quality content. So I reached out to that guy and it is just, it was a win-win. And now I have a hand coordination course put together by Joe Sikora, who is that guy who I found on YouTube. That is a bonus for with piano in 21 days. And that went really well. And right now I'm actually working on a very big course with somebody else. And what I found, you know, I'm always asking my customers and potential customers questions, survey things. And one thing I always ask people is why didn't you enroll? When there's an enrollment period and somebody does not enroll, they get an email and says, why didn't you enroll? Let me know. And other than price, what I find is the number one reason that people don't enroll in piano in 21 days is that I don't, there's no emphasis on playing the melody on the piano because I teach you, I teach you chords and improvisation. I don't really teach you how to play the melody on the piano. Um, A lot of people are okay with, with not playing the melody on the piano uh, as is, or they, or they want to sing. And if you're singing, then you don't need to play the melody on the piano. But I found a lot of people want to play the melody. That is not something that I know how to do or know how to do well. That's not the way that I play. But over and over again, it's something that people want. And so I found somebody to help me put together that course. And in this case, this guy's in the United States, and he's actually going to be flying down to my home, my home office next week. And we're going to put together this course um, together in person. It's going to be really fun. And so that is my experience with outsourcing entire courses. Now let's get Let's go to these these like eight steps, these eight tips that I have for you if you're thinking about doing this or you think you might want to do this in the future. Okay, so number one is that it's best as a bonus. So it's hard to market your course. It's hard to market a course that you didn't make yourself. Like if you're not the one on camera teaching, it's hard to sell and to market that. Like I said earlier, with Guitar in 21 Days, my plan was to to set things up just like Piano in 21 Days with its own website, its own sales funnel, and everything like that. 
But because I wasn't the one that was actually teaching the guitar, then I couldn't just anytime I wanted, like make a new YouTube video, make a new sales video, do new training videos, value videos here and there because I wasn't, I wasn't the teaching talent. Like right now, one of my biggest traffic sources for Piano in 21 Days is YouTube. And that's because I have these videos on YouTube that are me on camera teaching the piano, giving people quick wins, and then they want to learn more from me. So first tip, first step is make sure you think about the fact that, in my opinion, outsourcing a course is best as a bonus. So right now, guitar in 21 days, vocals in 21 days, my hand coordination course, and my future melody and ear training in 21 days course. Those are all really going to be supplements to my main piano in 21 days offering. But think about if there's a bonus that you could offer along with your main offering that would best be outsourced to someone else. Okay. Number two is make sure that it's really needed or wanted. When I first made guitar in 21 days or outsourced it, I didn't really find, there wasn't a huge need or want for it that I had seen. I hadn't pulled my audience or anything like that. I was just looking for other areas in the market. And sure enough, when I tried to sell it, I didn't have a lot of people looking for that. And at the end of the day, it's it's kind of out there as, as a bonus. And I don't know that I've even gotten an ROI on that to this day. So I, I certainly didn't didn't go about that the right way. But if you look at like my hand coordination course, that is a direct result of asking my existing customers what they were struggling with. Clearly, it's something they both needed and wanted. And the same goes for my new melody and ear training in 21 days course. That is something I'm making directly because people are asking for it. So don't just make something because you like the sound of it. Make sure that it's really something that people want or need. Okay, so once you understand why outsourcing a course is best as a bonus, and once you've made sure that it's really needed and wanted, wanted, then number three is you want to identify your candidates. And you want to identify somebody with that, that qualifies under these two main basic criteria. If they don't pass one of these two, then, then definitely move on. So you want to make sure they're talented in the area that you want to outsource. And two, you want to make sure they're know, they know what they're doing in terms of being in front of video, being in terms of video quality, audio quality, make sure that they can produce a high quality product for you. So beyond those two things, I've, I've got more tips to vet candidates, but you, you want to identify candidates that cover those two basic things first. So for example, when I was looking for somebody for my hand coordination course, I went to YouTube and I found somebody that obviously knew what they were talking about in terms of the content, the concepts of hand coordination. But looking at his video, his lighting was great, his video was great, his audio was great. I knew I didn't have to coach him up in that arena at all. And it just really worked out. I didn't, I didn't have multiple candidates in that scenario. That one candidate actually worked out. The next step, step four, would be to vet your candidates. Let's say you end up with three different people that are both talented and you trust that they're going to be able to produce high quality videos for you. Well, then you need to vet them. 
You can start researching them around the internet. You can give them sample assignments and see how they do and compare among your your different candidates. And you can just have a gut feel as well. I'm sure if you have three different people and you start talking with each one, you know, you can set up a video call with each one and you can just have a gut feel. Who did you have the best rapport with? And, and go from there, pick, pick one of the three and move forward from there. Then we get into step five and that is going to be develop the curriculum together. Don't just let them go off on their own and put together their entire, the entire curriculum all by themselves. Because if you're following my first tip, then this is going to be a bonus to your main offering and you want to make sure it completely jives with your business and your main offering. So make sure that you're the leader and they're, they're following your instructions and you're, you're a big part in putting the curriculum together. So in this melody and ear training in 21 days course I'm putting together, I have a super, super, super talented person working with me and he's going to be the one on camera teaching this course. And he has a lot of experience teaching piano. He has his own piano course. But he's actually never put together a sequential step-by-step A to Z course before. His piano course is more of a la carte with all these different things, and you can jump in wherever you feel you need the most help. And so he was actually challenged by this, by setting up a curriculum that was step-by-step. And I honestly, I've only ever put together curriculums that were step-by-step. And so it was very, very important for me to play a part in putting the curriculum together. And what we did was we set up about six weeks. We said, okay, from, from now until in six weeks from now, you're going to be here in Baton Rouge and we're going to be filming this course. We've met every week for six weeks working on and refining the curriculum together. All right, guys, step number six is to get samples before you receive everything. So, for example, if I'm outsourcing a guitar in 21 days course, I don't want to agree on the curriculum and then let him go off and put together everything before I see anything. I'm going to say, hey, put together the very first video, send that back to me, and then I'll provide feedback on that one video because you don't want to have your person having to redo everything based on your feedback. You know, with with Guitar in 21 Days, I got that very first video back and there were some things that I didn't like about it. Unfortunately, he had not recorded Lesson 2 through 21 yet, so we were able to redo Lesson 1 and then he was able to apply that feedback easily to Lesson 2 through 21. Step seven is to provide detailed feedback. Guys, I outsource a lot with all kinds of different tasks, all kinds of different things from courses to little things. And what I find is if, if somebody's not providing you with what you want, that the problem is on you. You need to provide as detailed a feedback as possible so that people give you what you want. If you leave ambiguity out there, then chances are you're not going to like what you get back. And so if you, if you want something specific done, if you see something, maybe you don't like a certain aspect, let that person know or give them that feedback ahead of time so that they, they, they know to keep that in mind going into it. The better your instructions are, the better the output is going to be from the person you're working with. And last but certainly not least is to make sure you pay your contractor well. If they do a good job, why not pay them even a little more than you agreed upon in the first place. I'm a big believer in paying the people that do good work for you well. And so make sure you keep your contractors happy 
Because, hey, you may want to collaborate on something else in the future, and if you treated them well, they're going to be even more willing to do that for you. So there you go, guys. That's my eight steps, my eight tips on how to outsource entire courses. Speaking from somebody that's done this several times, if you want to find all the show notes and links from today's episode, you can find them at theonlinecourseguide.com slash 76. And don't forget to check out our sponsor. I'm a big fan of bonjoro.com. You can get a free 14-day trial of the awesome software that allows you to quickly and easily send a video to anyone with an email address by going to bonjoro.com slash Jacques. And guys, if you are on this online course journey, no matter what stage you are in, if you are not completely satisfied, if you have not reached all your goals, you're going to want to check out my free online course workshop at theonlinecourseguide.com. And once again, there is more online course guy podcast coming your way very soon. In the next episode, we're going to be talking about how to mastermind about online courses. Stay tuned.